When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. CFP, which stands for a Certified Financial Planner, and I'm here today with my guest, Trish. Um, and so, Trish, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you work, how much you make, how old you are, maybe. Yeah, uh, so I'm 26, and I work at Major League Baseball in ad operations, uh, so I'm an ad ops coordinator, and basically just putting ads on team sites, okay. uh, do it for NHL, all MLB teams, for PGA Tour Live, and my income is around like 64000 Actually, I just realized that school's on my W-2, so. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I've never, I've started at 62000 and I've sort of just like gotten slight raises okay. to like when the. So when did you start there? I started in May 2016. Okay, good. So you're coming up on your two-year anniversary. Yes. And so they gave you a raise last year. Yeah, and it, I think it was only like... Was it cost a, of living or something? Like an 8,000, like a 8% percent. increase. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. more than cost. Cost of living... Do you know what cost of living is? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So cost of living is... Um, the concept is, so every year when you buy something, the, the mm-hmm. cost goes up. So for instance, if you were to buy milk last year, milk this year will be a little bit more and, and so forth. So forth. Yeah. So if you don't get a raise, then in 10 years, your salary isn't worth the same goods and services. Yeah. So typically, employers, if they don't give a raise or if they wait, they'll give you a cost of living adjustment. Mm-hmm. And so that averages inflation is like 3 to 4% historically. I think if you look from... This is really like a lot of numbers from like 1975 yeah. on. So typically, so that's more than a cost of living adjustment. So coming up, you're going to be getting hopefully another raise because this will be two years. Yeah. And so our review system changed. So I think I got my review okay. in like January, February 2017. And that's wow. when they were like, oh, you're getting like a little bit of a raise. And they were sort of like wanted me to get like a different title because I am working like solely on, like I manage, like do all the PGA work. Oh, okay. It's like just my That's responsibility just you. and they're like oh we want to like ask for a raise but like oh you do that they like, have to give you a different title or something and yeah and there's like a lot of like bureaucracy See, like involved right. with it so I just got this like small bump oh, but okay. they changed our review process so we haven't even had our oh, you haven't had it yet we had to do like self-evaluations that were due in like January and okay. then we still haven't had our manager evaluations and so I don't know <laughs> I haven't asked, like, I don't know, but and I had been thinking about that because I was like, I do think I can make, like, a little more, for what 
do, I just sort of, like, ended up, like, fell into it. Yeah, did you go to school for this? No. Okay. I went to school for journalism and English. Okay. And when I graduated, so I've always been working, like, on the side as, like, I was running a site with one of my friends. Actually, now ex friend. Oh no! You went into business with her and it didn't work out. Yeah, no, that, no, ha- no. that happens though. It it's was like totally uncommon. Five years we were working on a site. We were both. I she was like the founder and I was the music editor. It was like a music and art site for like women, like non-binary, like oh wow, fine artists. And so we would just like write reviews, like interview people, and we did it for five years. We never monetized That's it. That's a long time. Yeah, we never monetized it. We. I ended up kind of putting more money into it than getting out, but it also became, like, a weird, like, like, just sort of changed the dynamic of our friendship. Well, yeah, because then you're working together, too. Yeah. And so we actually went on hiatus a few months ago because we were, like, I I was sort of running at that point, and I was, like, so stressed about it all the time, and I was, like... Well, because you're doing nights and weekends. Yeah, and, like, doing kind of, like, at work, and, like, trying to, like, while I was working, and, like... It, like it just like, hit its point where we were like we can't really do it like we're not excited about it anymore which makes it hard to do it at the end of the work day or on like a sunday yeah and it was like a thing i kept like putting off and off and i was like getting like angry at myself for not doing it and we, so we decided to like stop but that was like my sort of like side hustle that was your side hustle okay yeah and so i was working pr right after college and then like hated it also it was like around like i only like worked right over here for like my first three jobs but oh really yeah there's yeah. a lot of companies right over here where we're recording yeah, 26 in broadway but i had a friend who's also he was doing like more i forget what his role it was more like a sales lead role okay uh at this company vindico that does sort of like the in-between publishers and ad agencies of okay. like bundling like like putting ads into like one like one package like url so okay. that's what i'm touched on and i was like i don't care i just need to get out of this job <laughs> interviewed there actually like did not get the job but it took like four months and then I got hired and I just sort of stayed but worked there for a year and then they okay. closed their New York office I got laid oh, off. that's a bummer so I moved to Pop Sugar and then MLB but always in like this ad ops role because okay. I just like know how to do, do it. it yeah uh, and, and a lot of companies need it everyone needs it and a lot of people do it okay so. that's so that's a good skill to have yeah but I'm kind of getting to the point where it's like I can't really do this Okay, you thinking about maybe a career change again? Yeah, and I think it's like, but I want to figure out a way how to like still use my ad tech skills, but work in something that I sort of found more. Are you not a big sports person? Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, I actually worked in baseball. I took a little break from finance and did about a year in baseball, not working for MLB, but working um, actually for Bloomberg. They made a sports startup. So I know MLB. And it's ML BAM now. Right? Yeah, so I work for ML BAM, and okay. then there's like BAM Tech. Yeah. So it's split up, and I think that caused a lot of like weird overhaul in the company. But like my team wasn't affected. That's more so good. Like who was we were like the umbrella we were under because it was under marketing for a while, and okay. I was just like not. So there's a lot of but, like we haven't like hired anyone because they were like doing hiring freezes and like all this like it's also kind of weird working for a big like a huge company and sort of not knowing actually what's going on in the company Mm -hmm. like we are sort of like this weird isolated like doesn't affect any of our day-to-day really but it makes it like sort of like weirdly like isolated and it's like i don't really know what anyone else does in the company where it's like if i ever want to like move i say if you wanted to move up or move within the company you don't really know yeah and i was like in my role now the only you can just become like a senior coordinator and then it's like is that as far as you go yeah do you know what a senior coordinator no i actually i don't even know like 
my side like to serve my coworkers. And oh, like really? I'm like very good friends with like the other girl on my team. She was hired six months the six months before I was and okay. I don't even know if like it's comparable. I think it is. It's so but... funny because no one ever talks about their finances, which is the whole reason we're doing the podcast, even though we're disguising names. And I've always, like, wanted to ask, because I'm like, do you make the same amount? I, like, did we get the same offer? offer like, right. and... And it's, it's awkward to ask, because some people are offended about it. Mm-hmm. I always ask people, and my mom was always like, you need to stop doing that. Well, like, I, I don't... Like, but I, like, I want to just know. I don't care. Like, if they're making more, then maybe I realize there's more money to be had. And exactly. I've always like, been super aggressive about asking for raises, and my sister... It's like, you, you can't just do that in every industry. Like, you could do it in finance. I'm like, I disagree. The worst thing they say is no. Yeah, and that's why I've always been, like, sort of, like, it being in my mind. Like, I, like I've never really, st- I've only stayed at a job for a year until MLB, so I never really, like. This is your first longer position. Yeah, so I've never had really the opportunity. I've only, like, asked where I was, like, my raise would have been what I've been asking, like, when I would switch jobs. Jobs, like, got it. And that's another, like, so if you are thinking about leaving, another good time to increase your salaries when you leave. Yeah. So if you're going to go to another position, it's always good. And also take into consideration benefits. So if you go, because this is a big company, so you probably have good benefits. That's the thing. I have really good, I don't pay for my health. Oh my gosh. Time. I was going to ask yeah. you. Do you and have... I like use it like crazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've caused Blue Cross Blue Shield so And that is, oh my God, that's a great plan. Is it a, is the Blue Cross Blue Shield PPO? Yeah. That's a really, it's, it's a really expensive plan. And it's like my, so my mom works in health insurance. She okay. works like, for, so I'm from like right outside Princeton, New Jersey, okay. and so my mom works for Princeton Public Schools as like the she handles all like the health okay. benefits. Okay. So she's really like knowledge. It's just so helpful. Like she's really like has a lot of knowledge about it, and it's like has helped me be like, well, that plan's like not great. I was like using hers till I was like 26. Okay. Even with like the like when I was using like because her plan was just better. Right. Right. And like, if you can stay on it, yeah. Yeah. So I just got off of it then, but she was like, when you get off, like. If you're at MLB, like you have really good health, health insurance. insurance. That's like, good because health insurance can be overwhelming because there's so many different components of it and how does no, it work. And like another thing that I think like nobody is educated on, even when they have it, is like they don't take advantage. And I'm like, no, like I'm in physical therapy right now. Like I go to like because I have like no pelvic floor issues. Like whenever my body's like a trash can, so I'm not like. <laughs> Uh, but I was like, I'm going to like, and I also like go to take therapy, yeah. and I go to a psychiatrist, I go to like a dermatologist, like I, you take advantage of all yeah. of them. Yeah. I know there's a lot of people that pay for the health insurance and then don't use it. And I totally agree. If you have it. Or like people think it's not something that like worth is worth paying for. And like, and so, and usually, and you can get away with not paying for it. I've met people who do it. It's very, very risky because you do one trip to the hospital and you could, that, like, it could be 50, 60 upwards thousands of dollars yeah you know and get hit by a cab or something oh and just for the right. listeners we're in new york city this time yeah. for our podcast we like to differentiate if you live in the city versus if you live out of the city okay just because yeah, so like, you know the cost is so different here oh yeah like i was looking at apartments as my oh yeah so you so had told me before you put on the podcast that you were looking um to move is that right yeah okay and so wait, let's go over your, what, what are your numbers so we know you're making about sixty four thousand. Mm-hmm. do you know about what you take home monthly like or every you get paid every two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So my paycheck is around like eighteen hundred. Okay. Um, and so I get paid on the first and the fifteenth. Oh, so the first and the fifteenth, not every yeah. two weeks. So not every other Friday. No, no, it's like first, just like first and fifth. So the big difference with that is so that's actually twenty four pay periods rather than twenty six. Okay. So Potter and I were talking about this. He's diligently <laughs> recording us right now. We were talking about this. 
And if you get paid every two weeks, it's every other Friday usually that you get paid, mm-hmm. which actually works out to be 26 pay periods. So can I quote Potter? He's like, yeah, I get that free money for <laughs> those other two paychecks that I don't expect. So it's different than the first and the 15th. And it does, like, make a difference. It does like, make a difference. Budgeting-wise, like, it's different. So you get you do about 3600 a month. Yeah. Okay. But it's like... Um, if you get paid like too early, I always find myself sort of like struggling like, with stretching. Yeah, like because right, you get paid like it feels good when you get paid like the first like thirteenth because the fr- it's like the sixteenth like a Sunday, but then I'm like, uh, then I'm like, uh, like how, how do to I get like, to the rest of the yeah, like, if it's like a thirty one day month, yeah, yeah, and so I try to I actually have a pretty also thing that my friends have a savings account I have like ten thousand that's in awesome savings right now that's and, really like, good six. Some, like 6,000 something in my 401k. Okay, so I was going to ask you about your 401k. Yeah. So, all right, so let's go, you're, usually the biggest bill here in the city is rent. Yeah. How is rent? My rent is 1,030. And so I've lived it's in- not bad at all. No, and so my I lived in my apartment for almost four years. It was 975 until like recently he like upped it. Like, okay. I, my landlord's really talking to me because she's like, yeah, you're paying out extra hundred dollars in like 2018 buy it. Like I'm like, uh. like okay. <laughs> Uh, so that's actually, I'm kind of leaving because I'm sort of, like, okay done with my, like... With your landlord. Are you living with a roommate right now? Yeah. Okay. And I have, like, a good apartment. Like, I live in, like, a nice area of, like, Ridgewood, which is, like... Okay. Right where I moved that started being, like, more up and coming. Okay, and, and that's, that's it? That's in Brooklyn? It's technically in Queens, Queens but it's, okay. like, four blocks in Brooklyn. Oh, it's four yeah. blocks in Brooklyn. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, and it's, like, I have a huge room, but I'm in a railroad, so I'm, like, the last room. The last, so someone has to walk, you have to walk through someone's room to get you. And I just walk around, because it's, like, oh. a, only a four-apartment building, so okay. it's only, there's, like, one apartment next to us. Okay. And, like, I'm always, like, friendly with them, with but them. Okay. I just, like, walk outside so I don't, like, disturb whoever is in the middle room. Yep. So you have an extra, you can get into your bedroom without going yeah. to the middle room. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. And it, but I'm also sort of like over being so disconnected from like mm-hmm. my apartment. My different. You have a different living uh, style. Yeah. I okay. Like a cat. I like hate the cat. Oh, um, you have a cat. Yeah. And I'm I, so allergic to cats, so that would even. I have a hard time. Also, the thing where it's like my rent is low, but I put like so much money into the apartment, and it oh, doesn't really? feel like it's like or just like, like, I'm, like not like so, but like over the years, it's sort of like. Replacing everything that's like, or just like my shower curtain, and like, right? Shit, like stuff like that. The thing, and it's like I've become sort of the like I've lived there for four years, but like the roommates have changed, so it's like my apartment. So oh. I feel like I have to take care of everything, and like when something's broken, I have to call to fix it. Like, so you're kind of running the apartment, yeah. And, and the roommates are changing, but you're staying. Yeah, and I'm sort of over, over that. So that's like another job. Yeah. Okay, so you're thinking of moving. Yeah, April first. Oh, so, okay. So soon. Um, yeah. Wait, April first. This is like at the end of the month, like less than two weeks. Yeah. Um. So I've been looking basically for like a few months. Um. I have a friend that I'm moving in with, but like nothing was ever like for the April. Like that's when we kind of like had said it. Okay. And we had known for like a few months like what we were doing. She's going through like a very long running breakup. It's, like, oh God! A long wait, time. a long time to break up. Like. A breakup that started in like October and it's really? like, yeah, like they just were like in a one bedroom. Oh gosh, and they finally moved out. Recently. Okay, like they were like coexisting when I like that sounds horrible. <laughs> like, it sounds like so bad for your like mental well being. Yeah, I think she's like suffering so a bit from it, and they were dating for like ten years. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, I was like a whole other. That's a whole thing. other podcast. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but she so we're moving in together. She also is much, she doesn't, I don't know how much she, I think she makes around, like, 40000 Okay. 
as to between forty and fifty, just based on like. But she gets like some more financial help from her parents. From her parents I should say, my parents like pay my phone bill. Okay. And my mom pays half my student loan. It's like I pay three hundred a month, and she pays one fifty. I pay one fifty. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about let's get into what do you think your budget is going forward for the new apartment? Well, I think for the new apartment because I'm gonna have to pay more. It's like kind of not like, right because you make more than your roommate, or like even just like any apartment. The ones that are like the my apartment's nineteen fifty right now. Okay. We can't really find anything that's like suitable for like our life like being 26 like this is a part we're gonna live in for a few years like yep. we're getting older i'm not living in an area that's like not safe oh absolutely like, far from a train and i also need like generally the same amount of space i have now okay i just know it's not realistic like i'm not finding anything under 2000 so i'm probably gonna end up paying closer to like 1200 that's and that's not bad that's like because the way you kind of think about it is if your first paycheck of the month covers rent student loan payments, yeah. savings, you get the kind of all that squared away with your first yeah. check, and then your second check could be for the rest of it. The second check is, like, my, like, like fun money. money. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Okay, good. And so I was putting away, basically, like, whatever is left over after a 1000 mm-hmm. like, I put the rest just into my savings. savings. And that's where you came up, that's where you saved 10000 Yeah. Perfect. And so I had up to, like, 13000 last year, but also the second half of last year, I, like, Went to, I traveled a lot more oh, nice. than I normally do. Okay. Like, so I went to, like, the Southwest over the summer, oh, and I went to, like, Mexico in September. Oh, where did you go in Mexico? Tulum. Oh, my gosh. I haven't wanted yeah. to go to Tulum so bad. So, when we're done with the podcast, I want all the details. Yeah, yeah. It was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was it like, looks beautiful. Yeah. There's just a lot of, like, seaweed right now. Oh, like, seaweed? <laughs> oh, well, I know that. Like, um, but, yeah, so my friend... One is visiting. She lives in Baltimore. My like best friend from college. We do like a September trip. Oh, that's so nice and get together and do something. Yeah. So like, the year before we went to LA, and the year before that we went to Iceland. Oh, cool. Um, so I always like that trip is always half like for the last couple of years, years, but then like so I you take that out of your savings. Yeah. Perfect. And so I had a friend visiting from Australia in June last year. We ended up going to like Utah and Arizona together, and I also do that kind of like spontaneously because okay. I like have the money to. Yeah, know you have the money to do it. And I went to Lisbon and Barcelona over like Christmas, like Christmas to New Year's. New Year's? Okay. Because I have that off. Um, oh yeah. That's my cool. office closes. Yeah. So I did. I don't know. I feel like earlier this year I was being really kind of like hard on myself for not like my savings hasn't like replenished gone up. Yeah. Sort of yeah. Since then, also I bought a new computer in like February, so I was like almost thousand dollars. Yeah. I was, like, and but I was like, well, that's like why I have my savings. No, definitely. Right and you have time like, to build it back up, but moving is gonna be moving is gonna be an expense. A dream. Yeah. And I, I'm realistically like I'm gonna start putting money into it in like May or June, June once you get settled in a new place. So, okay, so your big bills are rent, and then you have um, a student loan payment that you split with your mom. So your mom yeah. does one fifty, and you do one fifty. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much you owe about? I still owe $18,000, which I did not know until today. Oh, did you look <laughs> it up? <laughs> Thank you for doing your homework. No, I was like, I didn't. I was like on the way here, and I was like, wait, what's my, I was like, mom, what's my logic? Because I haven't, <laughs> it's like weird where my parents have sort of instilled this, like, fear of like they're like you have to save like you have to make mm-hmm. enough money because like we wish we could help you more but we can't yeah. but also keeping sort of a lot of stuff like hidden okay not disclosing everything yeah because i was like i don't actually know how much i have left in loans and because I, was, I sent you an email right before you came and i that's why i like i was like wait and i was like i also just wanted to know because i'm sort of like 
giving her the money and like taking and like my brother paid off all of his loans. Like oh, wow, okay. he went to Maryland too, but he's lived at he makes more money than I do. Okay. He lives at home because he works oh. at Bank of America in New Jersey. Jersey. Okay. So he's, he's saving, like saving more. Yeah, I was like, I'm not like the <laughs> irresponsible one, but he is definitely like he's showing you up. Yeah. And like we're very close. Like I love my brother, he's great, but I'm like like he like texted us like my family like he paid it off and I was like we'll want to die like <laughs> I never and like my mom's like, I was like mom how much do I have left like JK I don't want to know and she's like I always come home and my parents are like we have to refine it we have to talk about refinancing and like I'm like uh no and like but then they're like it never comes up again it's like they like start out like scare you a little and then they like it's like the first hour I'm home my mom's like we need to discuss like refinancing our loans and then I think she he doesn't want me to have to worry, worry about, about it. it, so he just doesn't bring them. Like, so wait, do you know how many loans you have? I think that's it. Like, I just have student. Well, do you know if it's like one loan or like a couple? Loans? Two. Oh, it's that's, two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I did not know that. Also. Okay. <laughs> Most people just do that. My sister was like one of the cases, and she's also one of the guests. And I was like, "You have more than one loan," and she's like, "No, it's just one payment." I'm like, "No, I know it's one payment, but it's multiple loans." And yeah. She went on and checked it, and she's like. Gosh, why didn't anyone tell me this? And I'm like, yeah, they don't tell you. They make you check it. One's like 80 a month and the other is like 250. Okay. And also my mom like pays it, but she's always like, don't tell your dad. Like. <laughs> so I think one thing to do, we do a follow-up if you want to do a follow-up, is yeah. if you can get me, if your mom can take a screen grab of it. Yeah. Or we could, yeah, or you can show it to me. Um, we can make sure that the money, the way you're attributing the money, so the way it's going in and getting paid makes the most sense. Because mm-hmm. maybe when we go through the rest of your finances, maybe you spend a little bit more on the loan. Because yeah. you don't have credit, you have no other debt besides your student loans, right? No, because like I have a like a 190 balance in like my credit card right now, but I didn't have a credit card until I was 25. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So I never, because like also a thing where my parents were sort of like, you're gonna go create like. You're gonna spend too much on it, so like, it's never. It's better. It wasn't until it. like we. I was in Florida, maybe I think like November 2016, and someone had stolen my like credit, like my debit card, card okay. like info. I think from like an ATM, like. Oh, they scanned it or something. Yeah. Okay. And so we had to go to Bank of America to like get a new card, and like my mom was like, "Well, I guess we can get a credit card too." While we're here. While we're here. <laughs> and it's good to build credit. Yeah, so, because I was like, I don't know anything about building credit, and I don't, like, that's also a thing I feel very in the dark about, of, like, how to use my credit card, sort of, because I'm like, I don't know if I should be, like, paying the whole thing off, like, I know some of my friends who have, like, gone into, like, credit So credit card debt is scary, so credit cards typically charge really high interest. Mm -hmm. They tend to be much higher than a student loan interest, although we do see some student loan interest being, like, eight or nine. Yeah. Credit cards, depending on the type of credit card you have and what your credit score is, um, can be much higher. And mm-hmm. the ones that are really, really high that people don't ever look at are the store cards. Yeah. Like the retail clothing stores and like, are always really I don't high. even ever, like, when someone, like, offers it, I'm like, no. Okay, like, good. That's yeah. Because like, like, they can be high, and I ha- I dealt with a girl, and she put a ton of it, uh, she spent a lot at the Gap, mm-hmm. and it took forever to pay it off because the interest rate was so high. Yeah. And she didn't really have the money to pay it off monthly. I like the idea of using credit cards if you pay them off monthly. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea of using credit cards where you get some sort of reward. So yeah. airline miles or cash back or something like that. And then I you get it off. Yeah, and it's like, I have cash back. Okay, good. But I don't even know. I know, like, it's like every purchase is like 10% of it is like... Cash back. Ca- yeah. 
Yeah, so that's worth it. And then just pay it off. If you can pay it off every month, that's a good habit to be in. And I always try and keep it, like, under, like, 300. Like, at, it was only when, like, I put my computer like, on there, right? And that's that, a big expense. Yeah, and it's sort of, like, and anytime I travel, I put, like, like, my flights when I went to Europe, I think around, like, 700. Okay. So I put, like, that all on my credit card. But, like, this was the first month. I only bought my computer, like, a month ago. So, okay. like, got it back down to, like, 100. Good. And I put some stuff on it on this it. weekend. Yeah. So, like. Yeah, as long as you're, because you want to just make sure you're not getting charged too much interest on it. Yeah. And if, like, obviously if there's a month that's tight, then use it and then try and pay it off the following. Yeah, and it's, like, I always have sort of, like, an income to, like, I'm not really restricted by my income, which is good, because I think I, like, don't, like, I don't really ever buy lunch. Like, I was going to say, you do, how, how is it going the rest of the month? Because your rent is pretty reasonable compared to what you're bringing in. You're, yeah. So you get that, as we talked about, like, that first, um check that comes in you're not using it all on rent which is nice yeah and your mom and dad pay your cell phone bill mm-hmm. right okay so then you have your 150 for your student loan your utilities um and i think i said so i have like a, a spreadsheet Google Doc oh very like, nice like, oh my gosh fancy like, yeah yeah and just she... so the, the, the listeners so i'm looking at this really cool google doc that goes literally it has every day of the week yeah, from I was like, the, with from the, the de- from the first to the thirty first, and you have a budget goal, which is awesome. And then you have groceries, fast food, transportation, entertainment, alcohol, health and this is really in depth. Health and beauty, bills, household items, clothing, other, and then you get a, a total. Yeah, I like do a summary. Um, um, wait, so you do? Do you put this in every day? I do, like, every couple of days. Okay. And so she made it. I think I've been doing it for actually almost a year now. I think it starts, like, That's March 2017. Really she, like, gave it up after, like, a week. And I got And you're, married. like, you got really into and it. And I'm not really someone that, like, ever kept track of this stuff. Like, I'm not really organized. But, like, I don't know. When I turned 25. I'm a Virgo. And, like, the Virgo, like, came out, like, full came force. Came out, like, like, full, full force. And that's why I, like, like having that to keep track of. And I was, like, I noticed it hasn't super influence my spending but I do like holding myself accountable because there are certain times where I'm like oh, I'm not putting that purchase in and then like, I'm like you have to like but I feel like I end up spending a lot on like like drinking I end up spending a lot on health stuff because even though I I was gonna say so your biggest columns look like health and beauty mm-hmm. um and then ironically not food I would say alcohol yeah <laughs> um, uh, I was like mostly fat. I do like my food, and then I go out to eat. And end up spending like fifty to hundred dollars. Yeah, because it's expensive. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I won't do it for a long time. But then like yesterday, I didn't update it from this weekend. Okay. It's like also like taking cars. As oh, a, Uber or like taxis or something. Right? Yeah. They yeah. Add up. They that quick. And I'm trying to see. This month I've actually been pretty good, but I think like February my overall. Spending was like three thousand. I don't put rent in here, but it's because of that, like the computer yeah. that totally threw you over. So, and then in December, I think it was also high because I travel, like travel. And sometimes the holidays. Yeah, and I sort of like that month. I had to put sort of like I put like a, in red, like you can see, is like where it's like stop spending so much on that. It's like a note to myself to like, like don't spend so much on that column. Yeah. This is really great. You're probably one of the few people I've met that tracks it so diligently. I know people have a track like a monthly budget, but I've never seen it, I don't think, broken down daily. 
but it's pretty interesting that you've been doing it for a year because you can really I kind of see the changes. Yeah, and I've been able to tell, like, sort of, like, when I first started doing it, my spending was a lot less because it was before, like, I had made these plans to travel. I wasn't, mm-hmm. like, didn't have to buy anything, like, huge, sort of, and that those were months that's, like, that was more typical for me, and I was able to put away, like, six hundred dollars a month. Right. That's rent, great. Like, so it seems like you actually, so it seems like you're doing a really good job because you're keeping track of everything you're spending. Yeah. And you seem to keep yourself in check <laughs> if you go over and then you kind of take, you get like regroup and go back and like, okay, I'm going to cut out yeah. a little bit this month because I went over last month in this area. Yeah. Um, and you're saving, so you have the money in savings and you pick up some side hustles too. Besides yeah. that website, you said you also do a couple things on the side. So I do like, um, I've been like selling my stuff like on like clothes. Okay. Sort of online just because I need, I also spend a lot of money on clothing. Okay. Like, that's a big... So your big luxuries that you spend money on, it sounds like, are travel and clothing. Yeah. Okay. Because overall, you're not stressed about your finances. Not really. It's mostly, like, like stress that I'm not saving enough. No. Or like, okay. And it's more so, like, I should be, like, I have all these savings. I need to invest it, like, and, like, get a financial advisor, like, someone to help me, like... Figure this out. How to, like... I'm actually in a pretty good spot compared to, like, a lot of people I know. Mm-hmm. But how do I, like, go further? How do you get to the next like, spot? Yeah. Okay. So I think with your 10000 in savings, because you're, what your monthly expenses are, I would just keep that in cash. Yeah. Because then that way, when you want to take a vacation and it comes up, you can take it from there. And then yeah. I like the idea of you trying to replenish it and always keeping about 10000 And mm-hmm. then when you get beyond that is when I would say maybe do something. Yeah. And I would actually say, what are you putting in the 401k of work? I think I'm only putting, like, two percent like okay. very low now do they have a match at work i think they do up to six percent like are they up to six percent if you do six they do six yeah okay so that's where you want to save more because yeah. that's free money yeah like if i were to like stack a couple like of hundreds here of like what you could get yeah I'd totally be like oh, i'll take that and it's like i say my parents are always like you need to put more you need to put more. like and i have a lot of friends who have the 401 option but don't put it and in so you're at least putting it in and so, I, I was like, I do need to like increase it. So here's like, an easy way to do it. Yeah. So when you're going to go in, hopefully they give you a raise again in Memorial Day. Yeah. Put that entire amount in the 401k because you're living fine without it. Yeah. And your 401k, you'll see it grow faster because now you're going to be putting in more and mm-hmm. you're going to get more from the company. Because if you can get to six, the company's putting in six, then you're doing 12% in the 401k and yeah. you have savings on your own and you're paying off your debt and you still have money for travel, which yeah. is like a pretty sweet spot yeah. to be in. <laughs> Yeah, no, I realize because it's like always that sort of like mentality where it's like, but I don't have the money now, so it's like, but I want to be spending now. What does it matter if it's like, which is why I think a lot of people I know like don't do participate it. in it. And it's so so. I'll just give you my examples. When I started at Bloomberg, they had um, a really good match, and I couldn't afford it to do it. And then my mentor was like, "You can't afford not to because you can never go back in time and get that money. Yeah. And that money at twenty six will grow to be so much in the future." But you can't say when you're at 30, oh, well, like, can I have that 6% for those four years? Yeah, and I remember I think I did something. It was, it was so random. I forgot. It, like, Pop Sugar, they had someone come in and, like, talk about your 401k to us. And it, it's, like, a bunch of girls on their phones, like, on their phones or whatever. Uh, but the, someone did, like, we had, like, they gave examples where I was, like, if you start earlier, like, this is a person who does it, like, 21 versus someone at 30 and it grows like so much it's more. So, much, so the, the, the rule, um, compounding of interest is a very powerful tool and this mm-hmm. is how powerful it is. 
would you rather have a million dollars today, like right now, or a penny doubled every day for 31 days? I think, like, yeah, no, I thought it was the second one. That works out to be $10.7 million. Yeah. So, like, starting a, a year earlier, two years earlier, three years earlier makes a huge difference over your career, even though it doesn't seem like it. So, I would even say when you leave here today, I would go bump it up to, if you try 2%, it, you won't miss as much of it because you're in such a high tax bracket. Yeah. You're single, you're making good income. We're paying federal, state, and local taxes, mm -hmm. and so it goes in tax deferred, so you don't lose that entire amount. Okay. So, for instance, if you were putting in $100, you're not going to miss 100 out of your paycheck. You're going to miss probably 75 or 70, because you're losing yeah. so much to taxes anyway. Yeah. And so sense. what if you make, like, a major, like, hit? It won't something. be a major hit. So try it, because you can change it as much as you want. Yeah. You can double check that in your work plan, mm -hmm. but go home and try and do 2%. And it won't make that big difference, big, as big of a difference in your budget. You can always go in and reduce it. Yeah. And then when you get your raise, I would put your raise in there too. Hopefully you'll get a 2 or 4% raise because mm -hmm. you're living fine without it. And yeah. then you're getting your full match. So then you go from doing 4%, you, you're doubling. Every time you put in one, they put in one. It's a fantastic way to grow your money faster. Yeah, and I've never really, like, pro I don't know, because I'm, like, happy it's there. And I'll, mm -hmm. like, check on it, like, every few months and be like, oh, cool, like, I do... One of my friends just got laid off, okay. and she has money in her 401k, and she was sort of, like, she wants to keep the sort of, like, freelancing, sort mm -hmm. of, like, she wants to do, like, design, like, styling stuff, okay. and she was, like, you know, like, I could always go into my 401k, and I was, like, don't no, don't do, do that, that. No, and, like, <laughs> my boyfriend is, like, he's 30, and okay. he was, like, laid off, like, when we first started dating, which was stressful. Yeah, very stressful. Just start, got a new job, also still making less than I do, okay. but... He, I think, had gone laid off, like, a few years ago. Okay. He was working at, like, Stephen Allen or some fashion oh, shit. And okay. he did that. He, like, drained his 401k. And, and he, like, never... has, like, credit card debt. And I'm like, oh, what? And he's like, you need to put him on your spreadsheet. You need to send him that spreadsheet. I know. And he's, like, so much more. In, but he's, like, aware of it, but he's still. Like, it's, it's leave it in the closet. Like, let's not he's talk like, about he's it. He's like, no, I know I, like, fucked up. Like, but he, yeah, he is, like, in a you always you don't want to touch the 401k because what you take out today so if you take out you get twenty thousand today because you're going to pay under 59 and a half penalty for touching retirement money so it's ten yeah. percent plus taxes so you're going to lose probably if you pay 20 percent in federal taxes and 10 percent there's 30 percent off the bat you lose it could be higher depending on where you are tax wise yeah. and if you take it out now at 28 that money could have been worth a couple hundred thousand in the future and instead you took it out and got 20 yeah. or 30 or whatever it is and that would have been worth because the way to think yeah. about your money is if it makes 7.2% interest, which is depending on where you are, but if that's what it's making compounding, mm -hmm. every 10 years your money doubles. Yeah. So you're you're losing all those doubles by taking it out now. And most people that I see that have a million dollars or two million or three million saved in retirement, they did it through their work plan. Very rarely they do it on their own. Yeah. It's more common because you're putting it in every pay period. Hopefully your company is giving you a match, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have a long period of time to go, especially yeah. at your age. Yeah, and I was like, I know, I know, I'm gonna have to make a career mm -hmm. shift within the next year. I'm kind of like, sort of like, I think I'm gonna start looking like after baseball season. After baseball season, yeah. after baseball season's over, it's too stressful. It's too stressful. Yeah, it's like, such a long season because they're already in spring training and then they go till fall. Yeah, and it's, and it's like getting a lot busier now. And then it's like NHL is in season, NBA is in season. Like, yeah. it's, like, gets really crazy on the All-Star game. It gets crazy again on the World Series. Super quiet, though, in, like, December, January. Okay. So, it's, like, 
that's where I'm going to start looking. But I was like, I need to be doing something that I'm like more passionate about, but I can't lose out. And I don't really want to like go down and trade all. No, I need right. like good benefits. I need like. Well, yeah, because if you yeah. end up having to think about it, if you go for a job where you don't have as good of benefits, you're not getting a 6% match on the 401k and you're not covering health insurance, you need to make you need to make a lot more because you could yeah. end up being paying three to 400 a and month I, in health insurance. I end up paying, like, I end up like, Using it so frequently that I'm like, I can't really cost you a, not, It could make a big, a, yeah, yeah, big difference budget wise. So that would be so. My, I think you're doing a, a really good job. I love the fact that you have the spreadsheet and the fact that you have a side hustle to like help supplement. Yeah. I think my biggest suggestion would be I would get in your 401k more because it's money that's available that you just aren't getting. Yeah. Even if that means that it's until you get that raise, it's a little bit tighter. Yeah. So you could try, try for, I would like to say two, but if you want to meet me in the middle, you could up it just 1% for mm-hmm. now. And then when you get the raise, I would put that full amount in so you get the yeah. full 6% match. Yeah. And I, I actually, I'm like, agree. I'm like, that is a good idea. You're like, shaking your head, yeah. Like, <laughs> not like, because my parents were always like, why are you doing the full thing? Like, you need to put it more, but sort of like not explaining why. It'll make a huge like, difference. So let's just figure out, we can, we can always do a six month or maybe before you look for a job, we could maybe do a follow-up then yeah. and just see how that's going. But so they do 6% of your salary. Mm-hmm. So that's $3,840 like in your form. Extra, extra yeah. money. And if you're doing 6% of your salary in, that would be the same amount. So then right off the bat, before investment returns, you'd be putting seventy six eighty in. Yeah. Which is a great that. number. Yeah. Perfect. Because it yeah, is so like, I, it was like me having this like, 25, I think I started as 25, 24 mentality being like, well, I want to spend my money now. And like, yeah. And then when you get right. that, if you bump yourself up now and get it from now until like if you decide to commit to the whole six, which is a 4% difference, I don't think it's going to feel as bad because of the taxes. And you yeah. can always use a little bit of savings to get you there. Mm-hmm. That's a totally fine reason to use some of that 10000 Yeah. And it's like, I always like, I'm like saving this money and I'm like, because think about so, it, like, you have, you're missing out on. Like that, thir- roughly thirty eight hundred the company's gonna give you, yeah. so that you have more in cash. Yeah. So and you can like, use a little from there to get you to there, because and then hopefully you get a raise, because it sounds like they give a raise every year. Mm-hmm. And, and then, I, I mean, I think I can it. ask at least for like, okay, here's like the amount. Be like, I have been working like two years, and this is a good. Yeah, job, if you get a good review, it. always ask for. It doesn't hurt if you ask for a raise and they say no, then you're in the same position you were before you went into the meeting. Like not, but if yeah. you get it, you're in a much better position. Yeah, and I could use, but it's like I also know that I am comfortable, and it's like when I stress about money, a lot of it's like more about like being like about being like responsible enough. You're very like, responsible. You're. I'm just like, like I'm like so hard on myself. You're like, very hard on yourself. Yeah. I love that you have a daily spreadsheet, and um, I have like all of these friends who are like getting more help from their parents, like sort of living like a lot of my friends live paycheck, paycheck to paycheck, and I like don't, but it's like I should feel like better about that. You yeah. sound like you have enough in savings. Like you don't like you should no basically no credit card debt because you could pay that one ninety with no problem. With yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, you're living well below in terms of rent. Like most people spend a lot more on rent. Mm-hmm. I think you're doing a good job. I really would challenge you though to try and get farther. Even if you do, yeah. I mean, if you could get yourself up to the full six, I would be thrilled. But yeah, if you can't bring yourself to do it. At least get another two percent in there until you get a raise. And there's like a certain things I think in my like spending or I know I'm sort of doing it like a little like flagrantly that I okay. don't need to be like I've, I've definitely cut back on like but I also only like basically buy like use clothing because okay, I okay. was sort of already you're in that before like I just like doing that like because I mostly wear like vintage stuff oh, like okay. and I know it's like financially like economically it, yeah, it works like 
the world it's better, better to do that. Right. Eggs recycling, essentially, right? Yeah. And making new clothes. And also, but I was really, like, doing a lot of, like, impulse buying, sort of. Okay. And I've toned that down mm-hmm. a lot. But I think it's, like, drinking, I end up spending a lot of money going out, like, because it's, like, you're drinking, then you're also taking cars. Car. Yeah, you're taking, yeah, like, Uber. Like, going out to eat, especially when I have, like, I'm trying to, like, be healthier. Like, cer- certain things I just, like, need to be... You could be more conscious of. Yeah. I think you're doing a good job, but if you get yourself... The way I would do it, in order so that even if your budget stays the same, is I would take the difference that you're going to lose by getting the... being in the 401k up 6% yeah. to get the full 6% match. Take that little bit out that's going to make the difference out of your savings. Yeah. Your savings is making you zero. Yeah. Right? And it's there... It's just like to prevent emergencies. Is yeah. what essentially, it is rainy day fund, ocean yeah. fund, a lot of different names. For yeah. it. Um, and yeah. then I would get that free money, and then see where you are with the raise. Mm. Um, and what we can do is we can do a checkup in the fall, like a six month check in, and maybe we'll have a better idea of like where you want to go for a new job. Yeah. And budget like, and help the new apartment. I'll have like the move because I'm like I know moving is gonna be that's gonna cost a little bit and expensive. Sort of like I know I'm gonna have my security deposit back and like my next month's rent. Those two are just going straight into the apartment or like or the next like, apartment. Yeah, I'm gonna pay security deposit again. I'm gonna have to like supplement it a little bit because my rent will probably go be higher. Up. But then it's like I get my tax. I get like six hundred. I think on my tax return. So that will go into back. savings. Yeah, or it'll go towards like. I'm gonna have to pay for movers. I'm gonna have to pay. Mm-hmm. I want to get like a new bed, like new mattress, like okay. Things like that. I'm going to have to probably dip into the savings. That's okay. Even if your yeah. savings goes to, by supplementing the 401k increase, and then your move, even if your savings goes down to like 7000 mm-hmm. that's okay. That's still a good amount of money in cash, and then you can work on replenishing yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know where I got in like my head. And like, I've only been at 10000 for maybe like a year, and I think I got from 13 like. You're, you're diligent about replacing it, so it yeah. doesn't concern me if it dips a little, because you've worked on getting it Yeah, because I do very, I'm like, I can't go below 10, like, I can't yeah. go below 10. You can go by 10, and you can yeah. give yourself, and then give yourself a time frame of when you want to build it back up. So yeah. say, I'm going to go below 10 because I have these big life events, right? Like, I'm moving, I'm increasing my 401k, I had to buy a computer. Yeah. And now I give myself 12 months to get it back, and you could put it as a column. And like, spreadsheet of yeah. like okay every month I'm gonna put 150 back yeah so it's I'm not really good like it's like I do have the spreadsheet and I'm like taking care like I know it's like all responsible I'm like not great at, like goal setting I guess with like okay so I want to be doing this much how am I gonna like get that? there Where am I gonna, so like, work your that? way the easy way to do it is work your way backwards so say like okay but yeah. give yourself be reasonable because it sounds like you're hard on yourself yeah. so say like okay 12 or 18 months to get my savings back up because mm-hmm. then you're doing a good job with retirement yeah so just working on that other savings so then say okay i'll be happier if it's back up to uh, another two thousand dollars so then figure out your monthly number and i would just put it in your spreadsheet yeah like emergency fund savings and what you need to spend monthly yeah and then you can figure out because you do daily which is great so yeah. you can just figure out your daily amount you need to put in there and you could auto debit it from yeah. your checking account so it goes right in like, I didn't even realize it's going to Oh, you could do that. Yeah. So have your savings, so you could do it every other week that if the, if the goal is to put another 100, 150 every mm-hmm. other week, you have 50 bucks to go back to your savings. Yeah. Because then it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And that's why it's, like, very, like, I know I can, like, if I just noticed on Bank of America, you can, like, it does, it tracks your spending there. Yeah, like, it tracks your spending, and you can set up these auto, because, like, I have it set up for my, for my savings. So then yeah. you don't have to worry about it. It just happens on, when, you're, when your paycheck comes in, it just automatically goes to your savings. Yeah, and it can't be, like... Oh, if I didn't put 600 away a month, like, that's, like, that's, so bad. It's like, better to do 150 like, or 200 than nothing. Yeah. And give yourself the time, because you're, you're checking all the boxes, but we're trying to check a bunch. Yeah. So you have to just give yourself a little bit more time to do it. Which For, is, like, 
Yeah, which no, is like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> but you're doing a great job. I'm so glad that you came in today. No, I'm glad to be It's like I know I knew that I was like okay, but I was like I just need someone to help me like guide it a little bit more without my parents like scaring me into something. <laughs> I try not to be, I try not to be no, scary. I was like you're basically saying what they say, but I'm like oh, it's a little bit easier well, not coming from like your mom or dad. Yeah. But let's do a checkup in the fall. Okay. Once you've moved and everything and, yeah. and got that 401k, got the full match and all the free money. Yeah. Um, and then you're looking for a new job. Yeah. So that's it for us today here at the Financial Podcast. Um, if you want to learn more about your personal finances, you can check out our class at www.financial.com. And we actually talk about how to contribute to your work plan um, on that class. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.